Hello and happy Wednesday. I hope you've had a great start to your week so far. We've had some absolutely gorgeous weather. Hoping that continues in the next couple of days. Looks like we're going to be still in the 60s and 70s with some showers, but no full days of rain. So we're looking forward to that before it looks like it crashes back into the the 40s or maybe a uh, low 50s over the weekend. But until then, let's enjoy these 60s and, and sunny weather. I think it's supposed to even hit 75 or something on Thursday, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, so this is a bonus News Wednesday episode. Usually we do a News Monday, Idea Wednesday, and Fun Friday, but because of a lot of the news that came out over the last 48 hours or so, I wanted to do another another news uh, another news episode. So let's dive in with talking about something that I failed to talk about on Monday. So on Monday, we talked about the New York State budget for half the pod, and we talked about certain aspects of the budget that uh, relate to our Syracuse Euchre Corridor. And one that I forgot to dive into detail was how the state budget includes $1.1 billion for the I-81 removal project. <clears throat> That's great. And this is directly from the details I'll be citing here from uh, a Daily Orange article by Richard Perrins. Um, this is great because this means when you always hear the, the phrase, you know, follow the money means the state is getting serious about this having a real timeline that will have uh, progress when you commit money like that in the budget. So looking forward to this moving forward to us uh, getting moving on from I-81. I know there's been a lot of debate locally. Um, maybe this is an episode we can have potentially in the future. I may have talked about this in a past episode, but basically just a quick recap. <clears throat> so many, I'm sure many of you know because if you live or related to the area, been following this for what seems like maybe five or ten years now. I-81, one of the main artery highways through Syracuse, needs to be uh, reconstructed, which is an opportunity for either to be kept the same or to be turned into something else. The prevalent and the prevailing plan, which is 99% sure is going to happen because it's gotten support of most of uh, community stakeholders and representatives in the area, is that it will be uh, turn into a boulevard, so kind of a community grid model in which uh, instead of having a highway built up to the middle of the city, which, again, uh, a lot of national publications have talked about this. I think there's an Atlantic article about how when I-81 was built, it fell in the unfortunate history of how highways were built through um, <clears throat> primarily black neighborhoods, and that happened to Syracuse. I think it was called the 15th Ward, and it was a thriving black neighborhood and kind of uh, devastated by building the the highway right through it. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, effects that have come to this. Uh, when you have a highway, there's a lot of, you know, a, a car exhaust and there's increased asthma for people who live in that area. So ID1 has been bad for that area, bad for the city, completely, you know, split the city in two. So people are looking to move forward into this community grid, this boulevard in which It'll transform that area and make it hopefully a a thriving neighborhood again. And it's in in step with a lot of other things we've talked about, such as the uh, billion dollar overhaul to public housing in the area, specifically in that area of the city. So uh, hopefully all these plans come together. But long story short, <clears throat> just wanted to give a brief background of I eighty one. This budget having the 1.1 billion is great, which means we're going to be moving forward. Hopefully, we're going to be moving forward with dismantling the current ID one, putting in the community grid, 
this is huge for moving forward in this. I'm sure there's still a ton of other administrative hurdles to get through before we actually start seeing construction and perhaps a, an end date set. But for the budget this year, this is a huge story and a huge thing included for our corridor and for our region. Second area of news we want to cover. Mayor Walsh uh, released his proposed budget for Syracuse on Monday, I believe. And information and details from this will be from a WSYR article. Um, some of the highlights, which we'll talk about. School districts will be getting $1 million more dollars. Uh, so they'll be getting $68 million from the city this year. Uh, the big news in the public safety for police department in the budget was that uh, the budget's going to be funding the conversion of 17 administrative positions currently held by police officers to be held by civilians. So what that means is they're going to be hiring 17 civilians to take over administrative roles. So that allows those 17 police officers who are filling these administrative roles and offices to be able to be put back out into the street for patrol. Other highlights include uh, more funding for lead abatement, more funding for quality of life, such as code enforcement, uh, more funding for sanitation and litter, increased staffing for trash recycling, litter pickup, and one that's always popular in Syracuse and Utica and other cities across uh, our corridor and honestly the Northeast in general is road reconstruction because of the way that our roads are can have to deal with cold weather and hot weather and all the different kinds of liquids and snow and hail and rain throughout the year, they do deteriorate at a, what seems like a faster rate uh, to anyone who drives through potholes uh, throughout our area. So the city will reconstruct at least 24 miles in this next fiscal year, and it will fund 20 miles of slurry seal resurfacing. So that's just, you know, resurfacing instead of full reconstruction. And relating back to the first part of the pod where we talked about the I-81 funding from the state, the city plan will also hire an Interstate 81 city project director, uh, which I think is, again, showing additional steps forward to start making real progress in terms of uh, having an end date toward, uh, you know, not just planning, but an actual transform transformed uh, I-81 corridor through the city. Now for our final piece of news, which we of course had to cover and was the inspiration for uh, doing this primarily, the Lieutenant Governor of New York resigned. Uh, this is now the second straight year we've had one of the top two representatives in our state resign. Obviously, Governor Cuomo, former Governor Cuomo resigned last year, covered a couple weeks ago, might be running again, maybe on a third party line, maybe not. Uh, but Lieutenant Governor uh, Brian Benjamin, uh, was just appointed last year after Lieutenant Governor Hochul became Governor Hochul after Governor Cuomo resigned. Uh, he was indicted for cam campaign finance fraud. Is that I understand it? He, this is an issue I think Albany has to address. Uh, lawmakers, when he's a state senator, I believe he's a state senator, um, they have the ability to direct state funds after you know for state projects, which. You know, the biggest issue of why fraud happens or the indicator for why it might happen is when there's just pure opportunity for it to happen. If you have the opportunity, eventually something bad will probably happen. So state lawmakers are able to direct money. And according to the indictment from the Southern District of New York, um, 
Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin directed state funds to certain organizations, I believe $50,000 worth in return for campaign contributions. So basically state grants um, in return for campaign contributions resulted in the, after the indictment came down, resulted in him resigning today, uh, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, not good for the state. <laughs> There's jokes that are going around about how, you know, we have to reset the timer for there are there are now zero indictments <laughs> for state representatives uh, on the counter. Uh, we'll see how many more days we can rack up before we have to reset it back to zero. Uh, I say this in a joking attitude, but I, I, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. <laughs> we had Lieutenant Governor resign this year. Our governor resigned last year. We've had um, our state assembly and senate leaders go to jail at some point in the last 10 years or be indicted. We've, of course, had Attorney General Snyderman resign. We've, of course, had Attorney uh, Governor Spitzer. Um, quite, quite an illustrious list of state representatives and leaders either going to jail, resigning the last 20 years, I'm sure. Like I said, Albany's famous for this. It's one of those things where the rep, the reality does live up to the reputation. Um, so we'll see what this means moving forward. I I, I don't know. So is Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin going to stay on the ticket, former Lieutenant Governor? Um, I've heard that it's passed removal for the ticket. It's passed. Replacement, the only way he could be taken off the ticket is if he dies, is if he moves out of the state, or is appointed to a judgeship, which I don't think any of those are, are happening. Again, this is what I understood from, from some research. Maybe something does change. Um, maybe now that he has resigned, Lieutenant Governor Hope can re appoint someone who will now be able to slide into the ballot, or um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this because it's not like the presidential race where when you vote for a president you're also voting for his vp or her vp when the go governor and lieutenant governor are separated so you vote for governor and then you vote for lieutenant governor um so we could maybe end up with a democratic governor a moderate democratic governor in hokel maybe a, a liberal lieutenant governor or a republican lieutenant governor or I don't know. <laughs> All I have to say is I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, this is important for our region. Uh, I know it's not exactly local news, but when essentially the vice president, which governor is of the state, has to resign, it's pretty significant news is, is that that level affects every part of the state, including ours. So that's our new special edition bonus news Wednesday. Recap real quick. We talked about how the state budget included $1.1 billion. For I-81 transformation, gave a little background on that. Looking forward to how that's going to be moving forward. Talked about Mayor Walsh's proposed budget for the next fiscal year for City of Syracuse. Talked about how uh, trying to free up more officers to be on patrol, giving more money to the City of Syracuse School District, um, more money for road reconstruction, and appointing an I-81 coordinator, which coordinator, which relates to. The first part of the pod there about the state budget, including 1.1 billion for I-81, and then we we ended with Brian Benjamin 
Lieutenant Governor resigning on Tuesday, continuing uh, our illustrious streak here in New York State. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of News Wednesday. We'll be back here with a fun Friday on Friday. Until then, if the weather is good, get out there and enjoy it. Get some ice cream. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Whatever you like to do, do outside. Maybe even just sit outside. Go do it. It's great weather. We've had a long winter like we always do. So, like I said, I'll be back here with a fun Friday on Friday.